This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, I got to interrupt the singing right now because we have a half hour left for people to find your host on a post, yours truly, it's me. Just go to the Chop Girls page and scroll over to the corner and that's me. <laughs> Click on it, get your email in. I'm just trying to get a flood of last minute Love people it. Making people happy. Yeah, making people happy, mm-hmm. giving them a lottery ticket right now. But of course, if you're driving, it's going to be difficult to do this. But This is true. I feel like a lot of people cut out of work early on Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, Lori. or even go to work on. I, just, even go I to think work. we should. We need to sign. You know how they do those national petitions on silly things. Yeah, I think we need to sign one that everyone in the United States of America should get off the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, Julia, that's not going to happen. But I like uh, my idea. You like your idea, idea <laughs> but people have businesses to run and things like that. We have to be practical. Okay, we're not going to Norma Ray on that one. I like it though, yeah, Lori. Okay. If I did it, everyone would be love right. me though. Okay, we're not so, going to Norma Did you find Lori? Yeah, it's so easy. I'm right there on the Shop Girls page. Oh, wait, where are you, Lori? On the wait, Shop Girls page. Wait, what? Is it a whole set of posts? A whole set of posts. Okay, so and just like that, which we're is n- the remake of Sex and the City or the continuation of the ladies twenty years older, and it's called and just like that. And um, the fourth episode aired. I and, have not seen it, and I'm avoiding spoilers. Okay, I'm four in. And you I'm watched gonna, it today already. Oh yeah, I watched it oh, already this morning. Okay. Um, and just like that, they've ruined Sex in the City. <laughs> you think so, Lar? That is going to be the cry uh, for for the show. You heard it first here. I, I don't know. I don't recognize these women. Well, that's an interesting thing. Okay, I don't so- recognize any of these women. And one of the things that... I don't know if you... We're not going to spoil the episode. No, I'm not going to spoil. There's, there, Listen, it's just... Gr- it's grim, and the women have become a bunch of Karens, particularly well, that, Miranda and, and, and Charlotte. I don't I recognize these women. I thought that was an interesting women. thing to say because they were so progressive. They, she, Miranda, specifically, she was an attorney. She was a ball buster, you know, go-getter. I mean... She was the career-minded one of them all. The other ones, well, PR, they were all they career-minded. Were all. But, I mean... But she was savvy. And for her to be putting her foot in her mouth as much as I've seen on the first three is kind of shocking. I don't like any of the new people that they've introduced. Maybe, maybe, maybe one. It feels like everybody, like each of the ladies has been assigned a person of color to be their friend or like whatever to make up for the fact that Sex and the City was such a white, white, white show. But I don't know. I just, it is so, it is just so relentlessly. Well, that makes me sad. Not I haven't fun. seen this one. All right. Not fun. It's just, there's a you little. You think there was too much a, hype? No, you know what? I'm, I'm wondering if Candace Bushnell is right. So she gave an interview because she's doing this one woman show in New York and she tested positive for COVID. So it's not happening right now, but mm-hmm. she did an interview with the cut because she has an interesting career. You know, she writes this column 
uh, for the Observer, the New York Observer, Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. It becomes then she makes all of her essays into a book. Darren Star options it. Yep, and it you know the rest is history. Yeah, and, and then she writes a couple more books. Oh, she's written like sixteen yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, and um, but she said um, she said on all she she was asked are all women on TV written by men? And she said pretty much. And the first thing that men do in writing is categorize women into types. That's how you sell things. You put it in a package. And um, because she calls, like she has put men in categories. She called modelizers, um, toxic bachelors, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, she said, she said, yeah, she said, it's just that, you know, she was asked about, you know, basically the writing that's happening on Sex in the City. And I do wonder what, and just like that, would be like if Michael Patrick King, who was the head writer, had his Chandra. six original writers, uh, yeah. Cindy Shupak, yeah. the the women writers from back then, yeah. writing these women. Because I don't know, the only writer that I recognize is Michael Patrick sure. King. I would agree. And I don't know. Who these women are i really don't and i find uh i, I don't i don't really uh i don't i just don't understand what is going on with that, that show and then it made me think and also the huffington post it made them think i was absolutely devastated um i watched this show called the carrie diaries i know you did on the cw and it was on for two wonderful years starring anna sophia robb and um, Austin Butler was in it, and that was when Austin Butler was, you know, really just kind of... Um, An unknown. He had iCarly yeah. and Hannah Montana, and he dated Vanessa Hudgens, but he was sort of the newest heartthrob in young Hollywood. And it was uh, premiered in January 2013, and it was a prequel to uh, Sex and the City, a show... You know, about her, it was Candace Bushnell wrote the book. In 2010, yeah. 2010, and so it was set in 1984, and it was the young Carrie Bradshaw, and we see her in her last year of high school, and the second season she moves to Manhattan, and it was just wonderful, and you could see it had, it was so forward in how it dealt with, you know, because everyone was seniors in the first year of high school, and it was wonderful how they all came to grips with their not being virgins anymore and the way they handled all of it was just so it felt like it Candace Bushnell is not involved in just like that oh right and we you can feel, feel it and none of the original female writers that stayed with that show the whole time yep. are involved in the show just Michael Patrick King mm-hmm. I just say if you were disappointed in just like that and you never got to watch the Carrie Diaries it is a amazingly wonderful show about adolescence, sisterhood, and sexuality. Right. And we see the young Carrie Bradshaw at 18, 19, 20, and and then it got canceled. It got canceled, By the CW, but you can watch the Carrie Diaries on Peacock. Yeah. And it's It's, so good. I, You know, one of the things um, a couple people, you know, that I really love about it, just like that, is I love that these are women... Our age, whose faces move, who's every, you know, they look like they're their age. But the part I hate about it is they keep talking about their age. And I think about you and I, and we're their age. And um, 
how we don't spend all of our time talking about what a 55-year-old woman would do or what a 58-year-old woman would do. It, it, it isn't, it's not like where our headspace is. And, and I think that's the unfortunate. That what I, the gay guy writers are thinking that that's what women spend their time doing or are they just stuck in a rut? I, I don't know what is going on over there. Because that's the thing about it is that we don't, you know, that's not, I don't wake up every day and think, oh, what should a 58-year-old woman do today? Yeah. I shouldn't be saying that or acting like that, you know? I, that's just not the top of mind thing, and I feel like that's what's holding back these characters a little bit is the obsession with age. Because they're being, the, who's ever writing for them is writing crap. Mm-hmm. I and just, only once in a while, a di- you know, a little I like miss, a Carrie. I miss the good one-liners, and I miss uh, the zings, and I miss the making yes, fun of themselves. And, yes. and everyone says how much they hated the second Sex in the City movie when they went to Dubai. I didn't like I'm telling you, either. if you go back and watch it, Lori, I just watched it recently. Yeah, did it you will like make it? you pee your pants All laugh. Right. Well, again, Samantha's the funny one. Of course. I mean, and she's going through perimetopause, and she's absolutely has. Hysterical. The lines are so funny. Yeah. And and Carrie Bradshaw being like this prudish sidekick on a sex podcast being led by, uh, what's her name? Sarah um, Gomez or Sarah, Sarah Ramirez. Ramirez. I wouldn't listen to that podcast podcast no. if you paid me. Well, it and looks, by the way, we're a podcast. Yeah. People just remind you. Oh, right. But it <laughs> looks so, it looks so it does. bad. Not funny at all. Why would Carrie Bradshaw have to be a sidekick on a podcast? Why wouldn't she be giving... Sex in the city well, it's advice. Different. It's it's kind of you brought up something interesting that it's it's because like in a Sandra rhyme sing like Bridgerton and you know all of her other wonderful things that she wrote and I can't think of the one that we love so much about Olivia Pope. Oh, but, scandal! Scandal, yeah. which was so wonderfully written for a female. I mean, these are really strong female characters that we know, they have and been not done, to give them yeah. a little more love. I'm no. with you. I still am enjoying it. I haven't watched the latest episode. Enjoyment today. is a strong word. <laughs> Enjoyment is well, a I don't strong want, word. Here's here's where I put it. It's like to me, I don't want to taste it until after work, where you can really enjoy it. So I don't want to watch it for work in the morning. But it's just not that enjoyable. I, you ask yourself if you enjoyed I watching you. watching the app, the the the. the I, I don't know. To me, Do you the think reboot this, that 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 was so good that explained so much that gave you insight was the Carrie Diaries, right. and I was expecting so much from my. Friends that I've watched over and over yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of that. And now I'm like, who are these women? Right. No wonder Samantha isn't friends with any of these <laughs> ladies. I wouldn't be either. <laughs> well, I think that this, Grant, you might want to isolate this and put it on our page because this is a good conversation. I mean, it really, talking about where the writing for women is at with who's, yeah, it's it's not clever and fresh and it's not female-centric. No, all right, there. It's there. We've solved that problem, Grant. It's really making me mad. And there are women that are writing for the show. It doesn't. But it's no women that wrote back in the day. They did not get Cindy Shupak. She's got to be like you know the same age as Samantha. You know, she still was writing for Oprah's magazine last year. I don't know why they didn't get some of those ladies. I wouldn't have a chance now to mail my nipples to this show and get a writer in the writers room to take the nipples out for a spin. You could if you did a TikTok video. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, there's, uh All right, there we go. Yeah, Kim, 
I, Kim Cattrall should be glad that Samantha is staying away from this. Well, mess. I, I'm hoping it changes and it turns because I don't want they it to only, go away. Well, I don't want this to be They're getting paid a it. lot of money to say stupid stuff. If I were Miranda, <laughs> I would really be upset. Even Charlotte, she just comes up. Blah. It's just, oh, never have I been so disappointed. All right, there we go. And with that, yes. when we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak.